0: Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Jones, and tonight, James, we got a great couple of guys on the show. We're going to introduce John Jeffcoat and his dad, Mike, here in just a few minutes. But before we do, have you got any announcements or anything like that to visit with?
1: Well, the only thing I want to say is that we've got a dear friend that needs prayers, guys. I'm not mentioning no names, uh, but he's in definite need of prayers. He supports each and every one of our channels. So uh, just throw the prayers out toward this man, and uh, I know he'll appreciate it. He probably won't be in here tonight.
0: All right, and I know who you're talking about and what's going on, sort of, thanks to you telling me. Uh, He just come in. This is a gentleman that watches all of our shows and he has some serious issues going on, and please keep him in your uh, thoughts and prayers. Uh, he'll appreciate it, and James and I for sure will because he is a, a super nice guy and and uh, supports everybody, and it's time to give a little back this time. So <clears throat> keep that in mind. I have a little story to tell you, James. All right. And this story is going to relate to this hat right here, catfish crappie. I went to my uh, doctor today to have them check out my shoulder, and um, we'll find out next week when they're going to do surgery and all the stuff on that. But uh, at the end of my doctor's appointment, I had a young gentleman come in that is a male nurse to make appointments to set up actually set up stuff for Cindy to see the doctor I've seen, because she is having a little issue with her foot. And um, we met this gentleman, and his name was Brant Dickerson, and he's going to be in chat tonight. I haven't seen him in yet, but as he got things done, he looked up and he said, man, I really like that hat. He said, uh, I watch that guy's videos all the time, and I kind of looked at Cindy, and she looked at me, and I don't remember if it was her or me, but one of us said, did you ever hear of Catfish Week? And he said, yes. And Cindy said, well, that's the guy that does that show. he's he said, really? And uh, we got to talking, and him and his two daughters, Atlee and Brynn, watch fishing shows with their dad all the time. And he told me, and I don't remember which daughter, but one of the daughters is really good at fishing. She just don't have the desire for it the other does. And one of them may be a little older than the other or whatever. But when he when he point, pointed out the the fact that he watched Mark and Catfish and Crappie and he liked that hat, I all I was this close to if it had been new when I would have just pulled it off and give it to him. I was that impressed with the fact that that... Uh, all of us, and this has happened to Cindy and I a few times over the years, but this is the first time I've ever been recognized for wearing somebody else's product. And uh, when he knew all about Mark and catfish and crappie, I, I was pretty impressed. I hope Mark enjoys the story as much as I did because uh, this was a really nice guy. We talked for several minutes. About um, about his um, his daughters and them watching the show and and uh, that he would be sure to watch our show tonight and and he watches other shows but he's pretty taken with Mark and Mark I will message you later uh, but he was he, he really likes catfish and crappie so and as you can see a bunch of us wear these caps all the time I try to
1: switch them out.
0: But um, Mark's hat's very popular across the board, and I just wanted to share that with everybody.
2: This
1: goes uh, to show you never know who's watching. That's you all right. know, uh,
0: I know we've been doing it a long time, and for years we didn't push uh, Catfish Weekly because I didn't know you are supposed to. Uh, didn't know you are supposed to ask people to like and subscribe, which is, please, if you don't mind, we'll take them. But we didn't know you are supposed to do that. We didn't know you are supposed to tell people to uh, come back and share this stuff with with other people so they could watch it. We'd done the show for three years and never never asked for a subscription. And boom, one day I get this deal about monetization, and we was way up into it and qualified for it. Didn't know anything about that either. So, you know, we was doing it because we enjoyed it. And we still do, or at least I still do. I'm pretty sure James does. Hell, he must do it. He does one on Monday night, and one on Wednesday night.
1: Well, you know, I just hope that we can actually touch some lives and 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 encourage some of the youth to get outside, even if it ain't fishing, if it's hunting, chasing gold like I do, or just out rock hounding or whatever. That's right. Get out of it, out of them four walls and enjoy what the good Lord's blessed us with. That's right.
0: exactly right. And and I think that that makes a world of difference in what we do. Now, with that being said, John, how is it going tonight?
3: Man, it's going good. I can't thank y'all enough for having me on. I wanted to give a shout out before we start uh, sure. to this brother, my Uncle Robbie. He's at the beach watching the show and he's been a huge influence in my life on catfishing and fishing in general and heck he was the one having a boat and i was coming up so you know i want to give him a shout out
0: that's awesome now i know we can't see your dad in here but when we get ready to to visit with him in a little bit we'll have him move in that'll work ask him some questions and stuff but Uh, uh, we might
1: have to change the screens around in order to widen his view if we can
0: yeah, we can do that.
1: That's nope. not it. That's not it. There we there go. You go. There we go. That'll work. We got him. Now you slide over to your left. No, the opposite of him. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we
0: both get in the
1: heck to there. Yeah. There you go. In the, in the computer. That'll work. Know, yeah. John, That's why I was go that impressive. way.
0: It's pretty impressive. Um, to me, when when family members um, do shows together, um, especially father and son deals, I, I truly enjoy um, husband and wife teams fishing together, ter- whether it be tournaments or not. But my dad passed away when I was 15 years old. And the last memories I have, and some of the best ones, was he, he wasn't able to do anything much and uh, him and I would go out at night, and we'd go catfishing in a pond that he helped stock when these people built ha- their house. Dad was a carpenter, and uh, the dam, muskrats got in there and knocked the dam out, and it was full of these gigantic turtles and channel cat, and I'd catch these channel cat and put them on a stringer because the pond was going to be redone, and... Uh, they kept getting ate up by these turtles, so I took this big old hatchet I had, put it in my tackle box. We'd go out there one night. This sucker's up there trying to eat all these fish off my stringer, and I didn't realize that I was going to miss his head, which was what I was aiming for, and I stuck that hatchet in his back, and I had to pull him out of the water, and he's chasing me around the circle with his <laughs> neck bent over then he come over there and stuck a piece of wood in his mouth and I whacked that head off and we took him home. My brother cleaned him up and we ate him. First turtle I ever had, probably the last one. I wasn't too impressed with it. But, uh, I thought that thing was going to give me hell his head was that big around. You know, it's giant. It was all 25, 30 pound turtles in there. Mm-hmm. And because of that <laughs> water going out of there, then fish was easy pickings. Yeah. So mm-hmm. He was a giant and and Dad, he wasn't getting around too good. In my mind, he didn't get over there to get that stick in his mouth near fast enough, I promise. But, you know, we had some good times out there uh, There at the end. It, it was some things that I'll never forget. So, I'm glad that you guys get to fish together and, and do your stuff, and uh, I enjoy watching the videos with all of you.
3: We appreciate that. It's, it's fun getting to fish with him and my other son, and Try to include them, you know, make as many memories as possible. I lost my mom was it 11 years ago. Yeah, 11 years. So, you know, down to one parent. So try to make his memories, not only for me, but you know, for, that's right. you know, grandkids growing up, my kids and stuff. And so <clears> you just look back and, and, and relive those memories.
0: I agree 100%. Now's a hundred percent. Now's the now's the perfect time to do it. I hope he lives forever, but, uh, Every trip you guys go out, you've made another memory. And as long as them kids get to be around you, they'll enjoy it. And there's things that they will never forget.
1: That's right. That's right. So that's why I have to pay attention when I make videos to make sure there ain't no little four-letter words fly out. Because <laughs> you never know. My granddaughter had been watching me for about seven months, and I didn't know it. And my wife called me one day said, make sure you watch your language. I said, well, I don't ever cuss on here and I don't smoke on my videos or my live feeds. She said, because your granddaughter's watching it. and She was but eight years old then. I said, no, she ain't. She said, yeah, this is her name. I said, well, I have a dang. She's been watching me for six months, so I know. So <laughs> they all well, live out of town, you know, so we don't really get to see them. So they watch the videos and they watch some. Sometimes they pop in on the live shows. Uh, so <clears throat> I know there's a lot of people say, well, this ain't kids stuff or whatever. But I think if we can influence young people to get out, like we said, yep. then we I've done my part.
2: Well, I won't
3: I say that I don't let them fly because uh, theres a, if you go back and look at our netting, uh, yeah. There's a couple edits in there, but I will say as far as the (laughs) channel, I will edit that stuff out. I don't allow it on my
0: channel. Yeah, we're we're the same way. And what we do here is we're live.
2: So
0: (laughs) every once in in a while, it happens. Uh, I'm probably the most guilty of it, but once in a while, it'll slip and it doesn't matter who it is. It's live. (laughs) You just roll on. Like it didn't happen and keep rolling.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, I see Junior Proctor's in the house. What's yes, up, sir.
3: Man? I need to get him to send me some of those planer. There you go.
0: You haven't seen <coughs> these planer boards?
3: They are pretty. We need to contact
0: them. Junior Proctor and and have him send you a couple of these. They're amazing. I had a guy that ordered some the other day. Tell me they're by far the best he'd ever used. And he ordered them from Junior after the first week we started showing about. So we wanted to let everybody know. I'm pretty impressed with these. We haven't had the boat out yet to where we could try them out. But if you get it, get a chance, if you're in the market for some planar boards, contact Junior Proctor. I promise you, he'll treat you right. He's got a great product.
1: I see where he said in here that the product finally come in so he can finish mine up. He was waiting on the white to come in because mine's going to be red, white, and blue.
2: No, No. he was
1: waiting on the white to come in to to color them up, and then mine will be on the way. So maybe when I get a chance to go, I can put them some of the guns to use. Well, everybody
0: don't make them custom. Oh, yeah. Everybody (laughs) don't make them custom the way you want them. But I think Junior will do colors and different things like that, and they're amazing. Good
3: people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I enjoy his videos as well. He catches some really big fish. I do
0: too. Junior takes his, his. Grandson I find out a lot well, and I enjoy that a bunch. Uh and it just it's just friendly, nice family style videos, and those are the ones a lot of us like to watch.
1: And see, that's what I'm talking about. Y'all fish his father's and son, and you know, he fishes with his grandson. To me, I will watch that over any paid. High dollar, specially cut video any day. I'll yeah. watch them family videos, father, son, father, grandson, daughter, father, daughter, mother. I'll watch that stuff any day over that day. A professionally cut up video. I will.
0: And you know what? They don't have to catch fish. If they're sitting there reading a book, they're still out with their parent, their grandparent, their aunt, their uncle, whoever it is. They're still out there with them. And that yep. they enjoy spending time with that adult, and that's worth everything.
1: Exactly. Now, John, you talked about them perch a little while ago. Now, you take a bunch of kids out on a boat and put them on the a daggum set of perch with some biggie mm-hmm. rigs, you will have a time of your life. Now, they'll work your tail off pulling bait off the hooks, but... And some hooks and fingers.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> well,
1: kids,
3: don't take those off. You let daddy yeah. take them off. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: This will make you some sharp little bitty hooks, man. I ain't kidding. They get in (laughs) you every time, just about. Oh, yeah. Hey, I had one hooked up in the back of my truck, and I had to climb up in there with my rods and reels to get it unhooked on something in my truck. And when that rascal slipped loose, it buried four hooks right down my freaking back.
2: Mm.
1: And I had to climb out of that truck, pulling line, pulling rods, hollering and screaming. I ended up having to cut, just cut the line and some old guy that are fishing off the bank, set up her with needle nose going, yank, yank, pulling in some of the guns out of my back. I couldn't uh, get away from it. I oh was stuck. Uh, that
3: sucks. <laughs> started, started up
1: like Frankenstein, son. I don't
0: know if you can see the chat. We have. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, I got the comments
0: going. Kevin said, Palmetto Cat says, Lyle asked John how his dad got the name Pecan Spin. I'm gonna,
3: let, I'm gonna let you uh, say that. Pecan spin. Well, it's pecan, not it's pecan. I, there's no. James, it's tell pecan. him it's pecan. It's <laughs> pecan.
2: Now, uh I guess it started back duck hunting. You know, uh, I carried a six pack of pecan spins on a duck hunting trip, and my grandson Christian and John and myself would enjoy eating them. It, they're really good with a cup of coffee, about four thirty, five in the morning. And then so uh, as we started fishing, I started bringing the pecan spins. And uh, John, one day, uh, I, I think he'd been sort of going sort of slow, the fishing. And yeah. so I busted open a packet of the pecan spins, and all of a sudden, the catfish started biting. And so uh, John said, I'm going to start calling you pecan spins." <laughs> this, this was before
3: YouTube. Yeah. This was before we started the channel up. (laughs) But, you know, I did a video earlier The pecan spins, bring the catfish in. And you wouldn't believe that people messaged me thinking I'm fishing with pecan (laughs) spins.
0: I mean, what
3: flavor are you using? The chocolate ones? No, I'm not using pecan spins for for catfish. I ain't looking at They make a chocolate pecan
1: spin. Yeah, they're good. Your life
3: has been changed, James. Yes, chocolate pecan
1: I've never tried them.
0: I haven't tried them, but if it says pecan and it's in a roll like this, like a cinnamon roll, dude, I'm on them. Now, wait a minute.
3: Palmetto cats calls them pecan swirls. Swirls. Pecan swirls.
1: That's what their name is, really. Yeah. (laughs) You know uh, what?
0: I don't care what you call them. Just keep them coming early in the morning. When you're sitting in a duck blind waiting for it to get to light (laughs) enough to shoot, then yeah. too much better than a hot cup of coffee. I used to take three, three thermoses with me and all kinds of stuff to eat. They're not quite as good as Cindy's homemade cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. but they're really close on a cold morning.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're not shooting any birds. That's right. Yeah. You take That's a bunch not- of food so you can just basically get up early to go eat breakfast in the swamp. We there you go.
0: <laughs> we have stoves and the charcoal stoves and yeah. And Skilleted, skilleted fit on them, and we would cook sausage and eggs, and uh, have sausage sandwiches for dinner. depending on how long mm-hmm. we're gonna stay, but we done we done it in a boat too. But I we I would hunt five days a week in our in our blind that we made on a floating blind on a on a irrigation lake, and then on the weekends I'd go to the lake and the rivers and hunt out of my boat because there was four of us in the in the a deal to rent this spot with the blind, and I could hunt five days a week. So I've done mm-hmm. it through the week on it, and I let them other guys that had to work because I had a shop. I had a guy that take care of my business for me, and then I'd go on the weekends. And him and I go a lot of times because he wanted to hunt, but and I did. You know, it didn't cost him nothing to go with me. And him and I take my boat out. And he'd jump out and set set decoys and stuff and and uh, i got in the light for him and i seen a bunch of geese one day and i see they're over over to the left where them decoys need to be he didn't know them geese was there and about a hundred of them flew off and he thought he was dead i ain't <laughs> kidding He'd never been in a bunch of them like when that when they come up and he come running across that water with them waiters he called me everything in a book you could be called and uh, we had taken his wife with us that day, and she pretty much thought it was as funny as I did. And he was mad at both of us. But, you know, we had a great time. We killed a bunch of birds. I trained some dogs for people. I trained dogs for myself. And then was the greatest of times to take them people out and let them shoot some birds.
1: Seeing a sunrise and eating pecan spins. That's right. There you go.
0: Heck I yeah. drink
1: coffee every morning. Watch the deer come through my yard every morning. I where where,
0: where you live again? i
3: will
2: be <laughs> up there every
1: morning. Hey, I got to keep them fed up in case the poop hits the fan. I know I got meat in my yard.
3: Hmm. Ain't nothing bad. We had deer meat tonight. Deer burgers.
1: I hear you. There's nothing
3: better than deer burgers.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Deer deer meat and chili's pretty good. Oh
3: yeah. We take we we when we go to Ohio like me and you were talking loud, we take, my wife makes 10 pounds of deer chili and she'll make chicken and rice and we'll freeze it and you know it's already cooked
1: so when we get back in the evenings all we got to do is just heat it up. Yeah, I, I make the big deer cube steaks. Oh, and i like make that. some good milk sausage milk gravy, just uh, 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 some big cat head biscuits I'm ready to chow buddy. <laughs> uh, y'all making me hungry and I just got through eating. Let's right, talk some fishing, my friend. <laughs> there you go. Let's do it. You're fishing on Santee Cooper, are you? Yes, sir. Mainly. On the upper end. On the upper end. Yes, sir. So, uh, now, I that lower, lower end can get, get nasty, can't it? What's that? I said that lower end can get nasty on you in a hurry, can't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it can get
3: nasty up in the upper end, too. Yeah, you man. wouldn't believe some of them shallow flats. They will get some white caps on them.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> uh, it's crazy how the wind will come across that lake like that. Oh yeah. But now do you like, would you rather fish the deeper water or the shallows like you're talking? Well, Matt and Uncle Robbie, you know, my uncle and I was talking
3: about, we grew up fishing shallow. That's how I grew up. Now we would go to the canal and fish and fish down that way, but you know, there's just a lot of big catfish in shallow water. We fished grass beds growing up, gator grass. We would basically park in the grass bed and throw out huge ocean rods with big live brim on them and wait for them to go down and then big catfish lay up under them grass beds eating brim and you know shiners and everything else so that's basically how i grew up fishing and then just kind of started dragging and a lot of people don't fish up that way especially dragging the swamp because there's a lot of stumps. but yeah so
1: basically i'd rather fish shallow right i'm glad you reaffirmed that I know somebody was uh, gonna do the same thing while we was talking about before the show. I'm not mentioning their name because he's in the tournament. And there might be some other people. Uh, but now, have you ever floated any live baits or cut baits up around in that area? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I actually caught my PVD blue,
3: one well, of biggest blue I caught that was weighed at seventy six pounds. Caught him on about a pound brim live. So we would, you know, just find stumps and stuff like that and just float
1: live brim around. Need yeah. to give, I need to send you a set of my floats and let you try them out and let me know how they work down there around what you're doing.
2: Do
1: it. I'll, I'll use them. I'll do a video with them. Okay. Uh, but now, when you're out there like that and the channel and you're fishing in them channels, are there specific times that you go to the channel before you head to the shallow waters, or is it something that you just, you've learned over the years? It's this season I need to go here, this season I need to go there. Well, really, to answer that question,
3: I pull the same areas year round. Year round. Um the channel, if I wanna catch flatheads on a consistent basis, I'll hit the channel up because it's around eight to nine foot. Right. And if that doesn't work, I'll go hit up the river, you know, that runs out and cuts out in front of State Park. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll hit that up, but nine times out of ten, if I'm if I was to go fishing tomorrow, we were gonna go fishing. It would be ninety percent dragging that shallow water, just dragging it. And you know if that doesn't work, then I'll park up somewhere.
1: It's kind of tough in that shallow water, ain't it? With all the stump, stump fields and stuff down there. Very, you're very. Gonna much lose, tough. You're gonna lose some gear. We've been pretty fortunate. Yeah, we. I think we
3: popped. We've lost three rigs and maybe the past six trips. What rigs are you using to to share with our people watching? All right, so I run a anywhere from a forty to the to a forty eight inch Santee rig. I'm running a Bloodline to two and a half to three ounce uh, wonder long drift weights. Right. I run um, eighty pound reaction tackle mainline. I use a three three ounce or a three inch crappy float or one of the drag uh, cat and shads from Bloodline. And then a uh, versa rattle and a nine alt hook. Okay. hook. So, so I run you, I run a long leader on them, and I usually put the court or the cat and shad maybe
1: ten inches from the hook. Right. See, I've learned. I've heard. I listened to Doc when he's talking to Lyle about them demon dragons. That before the cat and shads and other ones come out, the big blues was crushing his daggum demon dragons. Crush oh, yeah. them and you know yourself I've come back and my floats be destroyed. Yep. So I don't every one of my daggum rigs, if I use a demon dragon or whatever the other ones are, the dragon shads or whatever they are, and even with my floats, I put my floats right against my hooks. Right okay. against it. I, and I cause everybody says, Well, they hitting my floats, they hit my rigs. I thought, Well, if they're going after that, I want to make sure my hooks right there next to it.
2: Yeah.
3: Well the reason why now um Jerry from Bloodline makes some great dragon weights, and he puts right. flotation in the top of them. Right. So during the day, I don't really want my my bait at the surface of the water since I'm fishing three foot and four foot of water. Since I'm running oh, yeah. a forty to a forty eight inch you know leader, right. so, uh, so I'll put it at ten inches away to kind of get that you know kind of let let's it see, float see. middle of the water column. Now at night. If I'm going to drag three foot of water, I'll catch the big ones on top water. I'll take that that cork and I'll slide it a couple inches from the hook and it'll float that bait on top of the water. And you think a bass hitting a frog, five pound bass hitting a frog makes noise. Try a 40 pound blue hitting a piece of cut bait on top water. And
1: see, and people, people don't believe that. I uh-huh. have said that so many times that people look at me like I'm bat crap crazy. Hey, the biggest one I've ever caught like it was about 30 pounds, and he come to the top, and I was it was probably a foot of water that he hit that rush, and I was anchored up. I wasn't dragging baits, and son of a gun, I like to come slam out of my daggum seat when it Oh, it scares you. It's scary. Hey, it's scary. like somebody throwed a freaking boulder in the water.
3: <laughs> it, it'll scare you. There's one area we'll drag where a channel cuts in, and it gets, what, three foot? Mm-hmm. Letting them hit on top of the water, you're going to wake up. I mean, you're going to wake up real
1: quick. So, do you ever anchor up in them areas, or are you just mainly dragging? Sometimes in the wintertime, I do. If if I'm not catching
3: anything dragging, um, I'll find the areas that are that, that are that one degree to two degree difference in temperature. Because right. one degree to two degrees, one degree of temperature change in water is like 15 or 20 degrees to a fish. yes. So, so I will find that that area that's a little bit warmer and anchor up in it. That might be a hundred yards, you know, from where I want to fish, but I'll find it. More often than not, I'll catch fish out of it. Look at that pretty puppy. We got one laying right here. Ain't much of a puppy
1: <laughs> Yeah. Now, see, years ago when I first started going down to Santee, we always put out down at Harry's. Yep and uh, used to take an old guy out down there. His name was Earl, and I cannot remember his name. A little bit short guy used to be a game warden down there for like 30 years, Coke bottle glasses. Nope. And we went out with him for years. Uh, and, I mean, we had done learning enough about the lake we could go down there, but we enjoyed just going out with him. You know, he's just good people. But there was certain times of the year, and I'm probably going to give his secrets away. So if he's dead now, I'm probably getting ready to be haunted. <laughs> he, during the summer, it was probably early summer, when the grasshoppers really hit the fields out there, that was his bait. Grasshoppers. And he would come and get on the boat with a basket covered, and it had grasshoppers in it. Hmm. When we come in, he was, I liked him because he had carried one cooler. Once that cooler was full, <clears throat> then your fishing was over. I mean, you could still fish, but you wasn't keeping any. Yeah. He didn't overharvest. I've seen the times when we come in night after night or morning after morning, and we would be the only boat out of all them boats down there that would have a cooler full, and we was using grasshoppers.
3: That reminds me of a guy, old guy at Lake Watery. He would go fish underneath the cormorant trees with, a like, a white frog. And he would launch it way up in the air, and it would go flat right on top of the water underneath that tree, and he would catch catfish that way because them comrades set up in that tree, and when they pooped. Yep.
2: Them Splat. catfish,
1: right, yep. <clears throat> and he used to wear the catfish out up there. And I've caught catfish on muscadines, wild muscadines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've caught so many of them dadgum catfish, belly be swollen before we get back to clean them to eat them. And open her gut up and be slammed full of daggone muscadines or scuffing. You didn't eat them, did
3: you? You didn't
1: eat them, did you? No. <laughs> uh, no. But I ate catfish. Then <laughs> a lot of mornings I've eaten catfish and eggs. Uh, but now, what would you say your favorite bait is down there on Santee? Um Or is that a seasonal thing?
3: Any cut bait I can get my hands on. Um right now we've been fishing with cut brim we'll fish with silver roach during the during the winter months when it's cold i'll go buy herring. um i don't i don't like to freeze bait i really don't care but method Are they whether, on right now yeah yeah you flapper baits you can catch them on flapper baits in small chunks right now All right, um, okay <clears throat> but it's just cheaper for us to go i got to drive 30 minutes up the road to get herring because there's really nowhere up on the upper end to get herring on oh, our right. side. Unless I run into town. But but yeah, we uh it's cheaper for us to get crickets and go catch some mm-hmm. brim. And he likes to catch the brim. I like
2: brim fish. Yeah, Me too. He'd,
3: he'd yeah. be fine catching brim the whole day. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Cause he knows I'm not gonna fuss at him if he misses one of them catfish with the net. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Now, have you tried any of that dagum, have you tried freelining out there for them shallow cats? Now I know yep. you have to really be a line watcher yeah. because they liable swim right back at you with it. Well we, um, did, so a, we did a we did a
3: video all August, yeah, August 4th when we caught those two giants. We were freelining live brim. Uh we were oh, using yeah. planers, pulling off about 15 foot of line and just basically running an eighty pound braid down to maybe a three alt swivel, with... I don't think, I think it's probably 12 inch, 80 pound leader and a six alt hook. And we actually, it was crazy because we, we started doing it along that tree line. You see us pulling a lot of our videos and we heard a splash and a catfish had just rocketed out the water like a tarpon and hit that brim. It was probably right. about 20 or 25 pounds. And we caught the tail end of him going back into water after he had come mm-hmm. up, hit it
1: because <clears throat> it was pulling that brim on the top of the water. It's only four foot deep right there. So, all right some reason my comments are not scanning down uh Lyle, you got any questions for them? in hey, just a second because i'll
3: hammer them with Santee questions I'll, hey, I'll do it. It. hey we hey i ain't gonna work tomorrow <laughs> how many people how many people are we at in here now because
2: 87
3: 87 so if we can get this thing what do you want to say I'll let you pick a number
2: 125 or...
3: We'll say 125. You get it to 125, uh, we'll give away a catfish rod and reel combo. There you All right,
1: so. guys. You heard it. Share them up. Let's
3: get the numbers and, up, guys. Uh, Palmetto Cats. I'm going to let Palmetta Cats pick the number for that drawing. So, yeah. We'll let Kevin from Palmetto Cats pick that number.
0: That would be good.
3: That way he All can't get
1: it. And if we get to 100, I'll give a set of my bobbers away tonight. How's that? Well, there you um, go. All kind of stuff to pick from. Mister Dieter Melhorn's in the house.
0: You know yeah. we have got He's a bunch up. of them, and while we've got a second, let's uh, let's run through some of these. We got Dieter and catfish and crappie and John Patrick the third and Troy oh L. God. Palmetto Cats one ton catfishing, uh, Kentucky catfishing, Stephen Hare. Chunky Cat Fishing. By the way, Chunky Cat had nearly 900 people watching him live. That's That's unreal. really proud of El Stan and everything he's accomplished. Fishing with the Squirrel, Mike Turner, Reese Kaysen. Fishing and stuff. Man, there's another guy we're always glad to have here. My buddy SKS Crappie, Catching Adventures, does a wonderful job with videos. Uh, Stan Smith, <laughs> Fishing with the Squirrel, Ann Lakin, has a birthday today. If you haven't wished Ann a happy birthday, you need to go ahead and do that. Uh, Betty, fishing Betty. with the Chad, Betty. Uh, Avid. Avid. Junior Proctor, Mike Turner, Real Time Catfishing,
1: D's in the house. D. Yep. Yep. Chesapeake Bay Catfish. Rex Blocker.
0: Rex Blocker. Yep. We've seen a lot of the old Amazon fishing. That's a new one. There's two or three that I haven't seen. Yeah. Hagen sent me a message a while ago. We're so glad to see Hagen. Had a real good video. His last one. Flint Hills Muskrat made it in.
1: Uh, Pardon me. One ton catfish, one ton fishing club. Yeah,
0: I enjoy them guys. They they do a really good job.
1: Yeah, Mike Irvin. you yeah, we got a lot of good channels in here, guys. Remember, see new pages in here. Check them out. Matthew Subscribe. Share the bait.
0: Share it up. Yeah, help these guys. It's it's not just about a, a handful of us trying to do videos or show live shows a night a week or something like that it's about helping all of us and if you enjoy what one person's done share their stuff so other people can enjoy it too and and that will help them to grow it helps all of us to grow uh i know john he does a lot of good videos i enjoy them but if we'll if we'll each one of us take time to share a a video that you enjoy that somebody else done, it will help them there's Mo Homesteading, but it means the world to everybody that does videos. And um, like I say, SKS's crappie stuff. I'm not a big crappie fisherman, but the guy is fun to watch. He catches. I started watching him because he caught bluegills, and there's not much I would rather catch other than catfish than bluegills. I love it. He lays out the big old biggest bluegill. And uh, red ears that you ever seen, but he catches some gigantic crappie. And and I'll watch him uh, every time he puts out a new one. And if there's one that pops up on my screen that I don't think I've watched, I'll turn it on. And if I've seen it, I'll watch it again. I enjoy his stuff <laughs> so much. But, yeah, there's a lot of quality people out here doing some wonderful things. And let's face it, um, Unless you're a bass fisherman, that's about all you see on TV. These guys are a lot more entertaining to me than that. I'd much rather watch John and Mike catch fish, and I wouldn't care what kind it was, because it wouldn't it wouldn't likely be bass. Now, I know they do some bass fishing. Now, I love
3: my bass fishing now. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I don't see much of that. I see a lot of the catfish and and brim as you call them, and stuff like that, and and. Uh, I was happy to know that Mike really likes catching them.
1: Brim, yeah, I, I think I, he'd be fine. He'd Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, and I see, John, I'm in North Carolina, so when I go bass fishing, I'm still fishing for bait.
0: Thank yep. you, guys, for the donation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's mm-hmm. what my two largest, my largest flathead and my largest blue actually come on largemouth bass. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Just, you, you know, I I'm i not going to take out, you know, no, none of the gun trophy size. Anything <laughs> over a pound and a half, I, it goes back in the water. I mean, it sure. does. Uh, you know, we can keep five. As we've got to count them out on their krill. It can have two under. Now, if they under 12 inches, they're going out live. Because I'm telling you, you won't find a more livelier bait than then you stick a hook in the bottom of that tail of that largemouth he goes crazy. Oh, or yeah. Spot, you know. Uh, spot, I like spots even better because they're even a stronger fighting fish as far as putting them on a hook. Yeah. But I know you can't do that in South Carolina, guys. I want to check your, check your rules and regulations. Make sure you don't get Mr. Game Warden on your tail because they don't look lightly by using old, the game. Oh, green fish bridges. Base.
0: That's yes. right.
1: Yes. So... Uh, so you fish mainly the upper lake of yeah. santee so for the people and stuff that don't know nothing about santee tell us a little bit about both of the lakes if you don't mind
3: basically the upper lake is way different than the lower lake the lower lake which is moultrie is cleared out pretty much uh the upper lake is you got stumps and cypress trees and if you really want to tear your transom out or your or your motor off your boat you will tear it out if you don't know how to run that lake um I've got a lot on the of
1: bank got to be proof on it.
3: They all yeah. kind of boats sitting on the banks. Yeah, I've I've called a lot of flack. I wouldn't say flack, but I've had people message me like, "Why are you running thirty miles an hour through a cypress swamp?" Well, if you slow down, your mode the foot of your motor is going to hit the stumps because I'm basically up above the stumps. And there's times when we're we're you know going fast through the trees and you look by and it's just big stumps going through. You know, you're going past them, but. A lot of them yeah. got a cut at the top of them, too. Yeah, because the boat's hit them. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people has gone through and marked them with poles, but right. you really want to get scared, go look at that lake when the is really low. And you'll be like, wow.
2: Hmm.
3: I come through of,
2: that? Yeah. 2007,
3: I <laughs> think. Yeah. yeah, 2007. And they don't call it stump hole for no reason. Right. But yeah, right. we pulled that. And that's where those big catfish lay. They lay under those logs, beside them stumps, in the holes.
0: Thank you, Ray.
1: So you really depend a lot on your side scan, don't yeah. you? On your depth finder. Um, this year's the first year I have ever had
3: side scan. Um, in the past, we basically just relied off
1: GPS. You know, speed What made you choose like that. that area, though? You know, because all the wise tales say you got to go to deep water. You got to fish in deep holes what made you choose to start fishing those shallow stubby waters
3: growing up uncle robbie
1: growing up and just yeah
3: jw my great granddaddy john uh, he was actually one of the first people to live on the lake on the lake so he named had his hand in name a bunch of spots he ended up drowning in front no of, of his place you. in 71 in front of stump and man. that's the man i was named after but just Passed down from family, generation after generation of fish in those swamps for big catfish and bass and stuff. So that's
0: Bucklehead. how, how we've done it. it Jerry Brody says you have been on fire.
1: Uh, appreciate that, Mr. Jerry. Appreciate that. <laughs> I want to thank that. I've seen some people donating some money, Lyle. I think we need to say a thank you to them.
0: I, yes, sir. I've been trying to do that. And, and we do thank you guys ever so much for that it means the world to us uh it it really does (coughs) david martin's in the house jerry draughty buckeye catfishing um i have a question in chat uh, about your pontoon boat
3: yeah i saw i saw kevin posted that so if you follow my channel i got a pontoon boat gosh what was it april May? probably may and um bought it you know got three kids and a wife and the boat that you mainly see me pull out of 16 feet and that's that's not a fun trip uh have three kids and a wife in that boat be crowded so bought a pontoon and wanted to get it redone in a place out of uh something called tune time llc they uh look them up they do a great job ryan stewart's awesome he does an amazing job at redoing pontoons and He's agreed to redo my whole boat. So it's basically going to be brand new, brand new floor, brand new vinyl, vinyl flooring, fencing, um, having an pilot put on it, 70 pound iPilot. Uh, it's all new furniture. It's pretty much going to be a brand new boat when I get it back. It's going to be it'll probably get by another four or five weeks before, I, before you see it on the channel, though.
1: I need to to get your number after the show and uh, talk to you about that because I've got one I'm redoing and actually going to be adding a third tune to it. And uh, so, you know, I'm probably going to have to get somebody to build me a transon, you know, to go on that third tune. One of the deals is that, you know, of course, I, you
3: know, it's kind of like advertising for him, especially on the channel. So I'll be shooting a a video, you know, kind of showcasing what the boat looked like before, and he's sending me pictures every day as we go along, I mean, of, of the progress of it. And then I'm going to have a – I'm not big on drone footage. I'm, I'm oh, just God. not. You know, God. I kind of – I'd rather get to fishing instead of doing all that mess. But I'm going to have one of my buddies that has a drone, and we're going to do an awesome video at the end. Now, he's putting lights in this thing, rod holder lights, cup holder lights. So, it's going to be well decked out when
1: we get it back. Now, I tell you what, you do a video – if you have any video and pictures of the teardown. That's what he's sending me. Do do, the, do a video on the teardown. You will be amazed how many views you will get on that. And then the putting of the boat back together and the yep. finished product, you will be amazed at the views that you will get on there. Make sure you put the right name on it, though, you know, to, to kind of bring people in, like the name of the what type of pontoon it is and stuff like that. That'll even narrow it the field down and really bring the people into it. But I'd love to see that
3: Uh, Now the colors the colors of the boat before anybody has watched the video of my pontoon or seen it on the channel It was blue carpet. The sides were white. It's basically red white and blue But the new colors are gonna be light gray vinyl flooring dark charcoal on the sides of course, I told Ryan he can put his logo on the side of it, and Bloodline's going to be on it, and then one of my other sponsors is going to go through and put some decals as well on it. Um, he's doing a huge floor decal in the middle from for One Over Outdoors, the new logo I have. He's going to have it done in the middle, and it's going to be electric blue and black to match the dark charcoal. So it's
2: going it. to be pretty
1: cool looking. Yeah, so it should look pretty good. You might yeah. need you one of them stickers to go on the side of it somewhere. Hey, send me, anybody wants anybody
3: wants to send me some pictures, I mean some stickers, I'll put them on the book. If you want to send me some stickers, I'll put we, them on the book. That way your channel or whoever you are can get seen in my
0: videos. So. That's nice. Um, here's a really nice gesture. Flint Hills Catfish says, just dropped you a sub, John. Can't wait to check out your channel. That's appreciate awesome. that. Flint Hills got a really good channel.
2: I, I really, really
0: appreciate that. He, he fishes out of a pontoon or a pontoon, one of them little kayaks, kayaks
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I've watched some of his yeah. videos. Yeah, I have.
0: So <laughs> that's really nice. Thank you so much. I
3: really appreciate that, man.
1: Yeah. Uh Squirrel said Patriot American pontoon in Manning, South Carolina will build a third tune with a transit. Yep. Yeah. So I've He's already got the third tune. I bought my third tune. It was barely used a month before the guy put a little ding in it and wanted it changed out. And it's got the big ski locker in the middle of it, and all is going to be a killer live well in the middle of it. And uh, but it did not have the transit, you know. So you know, my boat ain't but twenty one foot, but it's going to be pushed by a one fifty Yamaha. It ought to send it. Yeah, it should. But now I notice a lot of people on Santee do fish out of pontoons. Do you think it's cause of convenience and, and being able to move around or do you think that that gives you a better fishing platform on that type of water? Well, to be
3: honest with you, you, you see pontoons up on the upper lake, especially when I take mine out and you'll see them out towards the dam and 95 and stuff like that. And you really see them down on the lower lake as well. But I think it has to do with the water. Being such a large lake as it is, pontoons handle rough water very well. And not saying you can't fish really good out of a center console, but a pontoon just got a lot of room in it. And, you know, all the guides, 95, 99 percent of the guides run po- pontoons down there as well. So it's just an easier setup and it's cheaper. I mean, you can, you know, you can buy a three thousand dollar pontoon, put five thousand in it, you know,
1: and. Heck of a boat. Exactly. Heck of a boat. Now, do you got an enclosure for yours for wintertime um, I fishing will. and
2: stuff?
1: <clears throat> I will. I will have
3: one Uh, because we plan on that's – the, that's the thing. Um, I break everything down in season. So trying to catfish now and deer season, then we got duck season. But um, at the end of duck season, we'll probably be doing some winter catfishing, getting back
1: into it. We used to do right. a bunch of it, but you'll see more of it on the on the channel. Now, Do you think – I know y'all catch good fish year-round. But seems like to me, the wintertime waters, them cold waters, it seems like that you start catching them, you start seeing more of the big blues being showing up that people love. I don't know, I don't know if it's just people show them more in the wintertime on their videos or if it's actually something we notice that we do better when the water starts getting cold as far as the big blues. What do you think? Um,
3: I think a lot of that has to do with the shad die-off. You know, there's a huge shad die-off in the winter, and those blues can just sit there in that deeper water. Plus the thermocline. Right. <clears throat> to me, there's two thermoclines. There's the one you see on your graph, and then there's an invisible thermocline that heck you don't see. But why is my live bait dying? So that right. lets me know I need to get the heck out of deep water. But right to be honest with you. Yeah my largest catfish and some of the largest ones I've caught have been in that four or five foot of water a 100 degrees and I read an article years ago about why it is up on the upper lake and a lot of you know river style lakes that water is not as clear so that sun really can't penetrate that water as well right and so it kind of forms like shade so yep. yeah it's hot for us but you know we've been pulling what the water's four foot and it's eighty one degrees and the river's eighty four degrees. So right, yeah. So you know, there's a three de- three degree difference in the river water, which is twenty feet deep, and the shallow water, and it's three degrees
1: cool. So kind of a crazy thing to think about, but well, I seen you know last year during Jeff Manning's uh, tournament, the Grand Slam. One was cat and then was fishing down there next to the hot hole in lake Wiley. now don't get me wrong the hot hole wasn't running so that wasn't a contributing factor to the water temperature but that water temperature was up around 100 degrees and they was catching fish but we was fishing in cooler water which I would have thought would have been more of attracted than that hot uh-huh. that 100 degree water and the fish was not really biting we was yeah. you know they, they just wasn't really biting but in that hot water they caught a a good number of fish you know they didn't win the tournament but they caught numbers so i always wondered you would think that hotter water wouldn't hold good oxygen but do you think that the catfish can deal with that lower oxygen levels or or why would they be in such a hot
3: water it's kind of like what we're doing it don't really make sense it's kind of backwards from what you you, you know you read about and you watch on tv um you know it doesn't really make sense us fishing in 100 degrees catching you know 40s and 50s in right. three foot of water you know in the middle of the day right you know, that should be a nighttime thing but yeah you know that really doesn't make make sense i, I catfish are opportunistic so they're gonna go where the bait is
1: and yeah, that's that's crazy right there.
2: Hundred
1: degree water. Yeah, mm. it was it, it was crazy. It was bumping nine between ninety seven and a hundred. I think Justin said one time he's seen a hundred. And Richard was fishing, you know, a couple hundred yards away from him in the same water, and he was catching flatheads and stuff too. Actually, he caught one of the biggest flatheads of the of the tournament. But mm. I mean, go figure. Just when you think you got them figured out, Lyle, you don't really have them figured out, <laughs> do you? Exactly.
2: Exactly. Right.
1: That oh, is exactly right. I see Justin Fishing Fishes back in here. Good to see you in here, my friend.
0: Yes, it is. I uh, seen you on another show the other night. I was glad to see it. Uh,
1: now, since you was talking about your bass fishing, how oh, many yeah. of them old catfish have you caught down there on artificial bait?
3: Uh, golly. Uh,
1: actually... I think it was last year.
3: I we were I was catching them on spinner baits, and it was kind of ticking me off because you catch a ten pound blue on a spinner bait, you don't have a spinner bait anymore. It's a tangled mess. So I didn't thought I latched in a fifteen pound largemouth ends up being a blue cat. So especially with a double hook, you know, a trailer hook, and he had both of them buried deep too. But I said, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. you'll you'll yeah, we'll catch them rubber worm fishing. Yeah. Um, But Yeah, I I love my bass fishing. I like night bass fishing more than anything. Nobody's uh, especially just hitting them lights up. That's when I catch a lot of big, big, big bass.
0: Now, Uh, when when he's bass fishing, Mike, are you catching brim or do you bass fish too?
3: No, he don't go at night. He sleeps in the boat if he's going bass fishing with me at night.
0: (laughs) The more I hear about him, the better I'm liking it.
3: (laughs) Well, I used to bass fish tournaments and I used to talk him into going with me and about two or three hours in, he just puts the rod down and sits down.
2: Nah.
3: Because we would fish a lot of, we would fish night bass tournaments, and they would run from 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. He said, I can't do that. No. You didn't have to come out here, you know.
0: You know, I always tell Cindy, I said, if I fall asleep, you're going to have to stay awake and watch the rods, because if <laughs> I fall asleep, I'm not going to wake up for a while. And the older I get, the more sleep I require.
3: <laughs> i didn't do much bass fishing this year i really wanted to you know i'm only a little over a year i guess almost a year and a half into this thing i wanted to really kind of cement myself with the fishing as well you know try to boost that a little bit more and I'll, you'll see more bass fishing next year and some more crappy fishing i i think i had the COVID. i had planned on doing 10 crappy videos i ended up doing two this year but uh, I came down with a sinusitis infection uh-huh. around the time COVID was. So.
0: <laughs> well, you gained <laughs> subscribers tonight. I've been watching people t- yeah. uh, ask about it, and I posted it up a couple of your well, I appreciate channel that. Up and yeah, ab- everybody helps, and you gained a few. Don't know how many, but there's been some, and we're glad that uh, that coming on here got you a couple extra. I want to well, give away I, a
2: rod and reel.
1: While we talk, go ahead and tell them how they can find you on all social medias. All right, so uh, not only am I on YouTube, One Over Outdoors,
3: but if you go on the Pride Outdoor Network, you can go on Amazon Fire Stick, Roku, you can look it up on your computer, you can go on it on uh, Facebook, uh, Pride Outdoor Network. And then I'm also on the um, Outdoor Adventure Channel as well, which is also on Amazon Fire Stick, Roku, Um, Jim Carr is great to work with. I don't know if you know who Jim Carr is. No, I've heard the name. Yeah, Carolina Outdoor Adventure Channel. He does a great job. He had contacted me two about two months in uh, of doing my channel and wanted me to you know put some content on there as well. So you know you can look me up on obviously Facebook and Instagram. So and all all if you go to my channel. And the about section, all the links to my social media platforms on there as well.
0: Very nice. Fish yep.
3: Carl just
1: dropped in.
0: Catfish uh, Carl. Carl has been on some <clears throat> huge
1: fish as of late.
0: Yep. And uh, very happy for Carl. Uh, he moved to where he lives now to specifically go after giants. And to be quite honest, it didn't take him long to figure them out. And uh, what was it last week? He put an eighty and a ninety-two or something in the boat in one. And he time. just
1: put an eighty-eight in the boat.
0: Yeah, I just—he's doing really good.
1: Um, while we go, while he's listening lot, we might have to tell him he's got my number. Carl, give me a call. We need to set him up for a future show.
2: Absolutely.
3: to talk
1: about his progression to where he was at to where he is now yeah I, and he's I'm a vet,
3: like, and he's a veteran yeah, he yeah, man. So you know. obviously yeah. thank you for your service uh combat I don't car oh
0: uh if he's got the equipment or not but we would we would uh, figure out how we, he's got a he's got a phone if he yeah. yeah, now <laughs> I, I agree that with people that tell me all cell phones are not the same <clears throat> and if you run low on 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 um, Uh, signal it kind of dampers you but if you've got a phone you can do a show with catfish weekly now if you have a home computer with a
1: uh
2: internet
0: with good strong internet and a video camera it's better but we'll work with you you know and carl Carl, you need you need to work with us you've
1: been here. Have they put up any more cell towers down there? I get tired of going to Santee, and your phone will go dead without even using it.
3: Man, you don't know how many times I want to go live when we're pulling them big 40-plus pound fish in. I mean, I, I talk to him all the time. We did a live video with Palmetto Cats. If y'all haven't done, uh, yep, subscribe it. to Palmetto Cats. Kevin's a great guy. But we did a live video on wearing them out. I mean, on that live video, and it, it was supposed to be on YouTube, but we ended up having to do it on a Facebook platform, but it was crazy because Pride Outdoor picked it up. We had 4,500 people watching on it, on top of what we have watching on, on Facebook, but we've actually got LTE service where we've been pulling those big ones in, so mm-hmm. I think it's about time to treat the old one-over fans uh, a live stream of them big old swamp catfish. I think it's
2: Thank about you, yeah. time for
1: that. So he was fishing down there close to where yet Wednesday night, and uh, he's where's it be a good spot? He's wanting me to try to drop in, he's wanting to do a drop in on my show. Okay, where's a good spot that he might get a halfway decent signal that he could do that? Where is he at? I think they're putting out at Black's. Oh man, um,
3: I think I had LTE up by Harry's, there was LTE up. Because that's where we were shooting that live stream that night with Palmetto Cats. Down around Harry's? Yeah, they were pulling the water really bad, and so what I did was I kind of fished off to the side out one of them secondary channels. You know, them catfish kind of want to get a break out of that fast-moving water, and so that's, you know, we set up right there, and we had LTE signals, so you could probably tell them to go up near Harry's, around the rock, those uh rock markers. <clears throat> yeah. Right up in there.
0: Do you know okay. this back Carl has a skipjack in his arms right now and he's still fishing. <laughs> oh, they must be fishing pretty close together.
1: No doubt. Now, uh,
0: no one did He probably talked him into taking him.
1: Yeah,
3: oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: I met a called a nice flathead that night. I think it was like 20, it 25 or 26 pounds. I can't remember how big it was.
2: Yeah, it was very nice. the <laughs> so, you know I
1: mean... <laughs> Do you do better on your blues or your flatheads up in that swamp stomp, stumpy ponds? There well, you I'm a, Well, you
3: got one. There's a flathead right there. I caught him in the swamp, and I think he was 35 pounds. And uh, I caught him in three foot of water. It's a funny story. The only reason I got – that's a reproduction mount. But right. uh, I caught him – what hurricane was that? Was it Floyd? I
2: think so. Yeah. I
3: think it was Hurricane Floyd, and it hit on a Sunday. And so my mom said, uh, you better be in church. But I hooked the boat up and went fishing. I <laughs> three brim. Three brim. Because the water was orange. And so I went in there and parted that tree line. The first brim I threw out, I flung it off the hook. So I'm down to two.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I throw out one brim. And I throw out the other brim. That flathead slams that the first brim. And I get him in. And the brim's still in his mouth. So I get it back out. I throw it back out there. I catch one 55 pounds of big blue and then catch another one in the 30s. Off of two brim. That storm. Wow. <clears throat> there you got go. home and got in trouble because I didn't go to church.
0: <laughs> well, I understand how moms are. Yeah. But sometimes they just got to understand when the fish are biting. Exactly. <laughs> well,
3: that, she, I don't I think, don't think, that. think I she don't think understood that. They they say, said, to I me.
0: Coming from a, a guy that his, my mother was a Baptist preacher's daughter. Oh, so no. I know what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> yeah.
3: Mine played the piano at the church, so she so would give me the not. evil look, the evil look as she's playing. I don't know how you do that, but
2: <laughs> man, oh, man. But you
1: know, to me, there's no other place that, to me, that I feel closer to God than on the water.
2: Absolutely. That's, That's right. the fact. That's
1: Yep, I mean, really, it's you, he's blessing you every day, so or a deer yeah. stand, do it, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: you good too. Yeah, you got
3: that hour before it gets daylight where you can just sit there and think,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, anything could be walking in them woods,
1: and you okay. see that sun starting to rise, and it really makes you feel how small you really are in this universe, don't it? Yeah, and, oh, yeah. yeah, but so, uh. Do you fish much on that lower lake, or you yeah. just prefer the upper lake?
3: No, we fished a good bit this year on the up, uh, lower lake. Um, there's a couple in the canal. Yeah, in the canal. Um right. Moultrie, we fished a we fished a good big bit on Moultrie, but now where I live at, I live in Columbia, so I'm about thirty five minutes from the upper end, Low Falls, where I put in at. The canal is like an hour and a half for me. Right. So it's a lot, it's a lot closer to go to Low Falls. But yeah, I like uh I like fishing down at the canal, down at the Santee Dam and stuff like that. That canal can get kind of daggum um busy. Oh no. <laughs> That's why we don't like going down there that much.
1: It can get pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now when you fish in that canal, are y'all anchoring up when they're pulling water or are you just uh you're still trying to drag baits? Well actually what we do is if we uh
3: if we don't anchor up we head to the shallow flats and those coves, and we drag <laughs> baits. I think we put one, what, 45 in the boat on video because they were pulling the water really fast, and them big catfish ain't going to stick in that. They're going to sit up on them mo- muscle bars and gorge themselves. So yeah, we just sat there and pulled. I think he hit in, what, six foot of water?
1: See, I always like going to – we put out down there at Harry's. I always yeah. like going back around to the right down there in that big stump field. Yeah. And we pulled some good flatheads out of there. Pull some big old brim out of that daggum area too, but they some big flatheads up in there. Bad thing about it, we also you'll get into some good sized gar down there too. Yeah, that's good eating.
0: We have just Max says, "What's the biggest off the boat?
3: Biggest uh, flathead or blue?"
0: I didn't didn't uh, discriminate.
3: All right, so my biggest flathead was sixty three pounds. Giant. Now, that wasn't the biggest flathead I caught. I'll let him tell the biggest one I caught because it was
2: probably a state record. He called me one night and he was late. Yeah, he, uh, he's driving a Ford pickup. What? I think what? it was a Dodge. Dodge.
3: It was. Yeah, it was a full-size truck. Uh, he uh,
2: he caught this flathead and it, it was the whole length of the tailgate. And uh, he he called another friend of ours and he came down. It was it was probably what twelve thirty or one in the yeah. morning. And, and I wish we'd taken some pictures of it, or wiped We thought he got pictures of it, but- It's huge, big old, big old flathead. Caught him at the channel at Low Falls. We catch
3: a lot of big, big flatheads. They'll come off of that river into that channel heading those flats we pull, and they'll just go down that dot line, sucking in bait until they get out there in that shallow water. But my biggest uh-huh. blue was 76 pounds. Now the biggest blue I ever caught, I couldn't get it in the boat, because I had a little brim net. But he laid up on the side, he was probably He was probably say nineties. I would say nineties. He only had like two whiskers left. He was one eye. He was kind of weird looking. So I didn't even bother trying to get him in the boat.
0: I see him rough niggers down at the bars when he (laughs) had
1: some issues going on. So (laughs)
0: uh
1: them lakes, people don't realize that Santee had got in pretty rough shape with all the commercial fishing. Mm-hmm. And when they changed up some of the regulations, it's really starting to make a good comeback, I think. And from what I've understood from other fishermen and, and guys that fish down on that water, the Dad Lake is really starting to make a good comeback. What do you think?
3: Um growing up, there was so much gator grass, and it just seems I remember I remember it was one Wednesday we went, and my Uncle Robbie caught a 60. Um, blue and two blues in the 40s and that was off of a small grass bed the size of a like a dining room table and it just seemed when they put the carp in there those big grass carp they just wiped the grass out and i remember for years <clears throat> i remember for years you just you just it was hard to catch brim and the brim you caught were just small but it, it you know it seems now it's really starting to, to get back like it used to now, you ever caught any of them grass carp? Yeah, on a cricket. And I'll tell you, them suckers fight, Bo.
1: That's a torpedo right there, son. <laughs>
3: that, that bass, I guess it was the one right there. That's 10 pounds, and that one's right at 10 pounds. But that bass I caught right there, I caught it in a six-pounder. And I threw that chatterbait out, and I didn't snagged one of them grass carp on the back. I told Robbie, I said, Bo, oh, I got the world record on here. It ended <laughs> up being a grass carp, and stripped up black max reel out and everything <laughs> they pull they really do pull there's no lie about that yeah it's
1: like hooking onto to a gun silver torpedo oh my goodness <laughs> yeah they fun now uh now is it legal for you to catch him and use them as bait i don't think
3: so uh people go down there and shoot them with the boat and i don't honestly i don't know if
1: it's legal to, to keep them or kill them or not I know it well, wasn't at it one is. time, you know, because they they put them there for a reason. Because it one time it was bad, man. That lake was bad with the grasses, and but. I got to
3: laugh at that comment. Somebody said, "Dad, <laughs> Dad looks like the first sergeant in the Marines
2: with your haircut." Oh yeah, <laughs> was a mistake. Get me a um, Up uh, with Sergeant Carter and Gomer Pyle. <laughs> yeah, and I don't he, think they would allow he, this right he, here.
0: I remember. It, that sergeant. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yes,
1: sir. Yeah. So, how many are we up to, Lyle?
0: I'm showing ninety four. I tell you think. what, if we
3: get it to hundred, we'll give away a rod and reel.
0: I seen ninety six while ago, but the numbers on my stream yard and the numbers on
1: YouTube are different. <coughs> so, All right. Come on, guys. Share it up. We ain't Share got much up. longer.
0: 100, we give away this rod and reel. Yeah. Let's have any more questions for John or Mike, now's the time to get them out here. They catch some giant fish and they deer hunt and every duck hunt and everything. Well, Dad don't deer hunt. He don't Dad deer. deer watches. He did one.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I used oh, to man. take him deer hunting. I'd be like, you see, and he said, "Yep, there's about seven out there." Well, what'd you do? Just watch them? That's not the whole point, Bo. You got to. He's not a deer hunter. Now he will kill a duck. He loves okay. shooting some ducks, but he ain't gonna kill a deer.
0: <clears throat> Kevin says, "Ask him about his rod holders."
3: Yep, I oh, use. Man. There you go, uh, Tommy Hill, Hill. Hill's wire form rod holders. I'm telling you, it's Back about
0: you. ever heard rich? of them? About him. I have. I've heard some good things.
3: Oh, oh my goodness. Um, I think six for 48 bucks and they're stainless half inch and they're one piece. And um, I contacted him. I was looking at getting rod holders for my boat, new rod holders and rod holders for the pontoon. And he sent me some and he's been a great guy to deal with. He sent me rod holders for the pontoon, sent me rod holders for my boat. And I trust them a hundred percent on those big santee cats. I mean, I haven't had
1: one break or nothing. Are they different angles or are they multi angle rod holders or what? He, um,
3: he does multi angle 30 degrees, zero degree, five degree, 45. Just, uh, y'all need to look up Hills wire form rod holders. He sells them off of eBay. He's a great guy to deal with. Um, Just, I mean, and if you need something made, he can make, it. he makes, like my Triton boat has those 45 degree T-tracks, and he makes about the best bracket for a rod holder, because I don't like drilling holes in my boat, so he makes about the best uh, bracket for that rod holder, so it runs along that T-track. He does a 45 and a 90 degree, and they're they're like 250 for the little bracket.
0: I have a couple more questions in here. Fishmort Squirrel says, what's your favorite bait to use on Santee?
3: Um, any type of cut bait, whether it's herring, shad, perch, brim, silver roach, any, ty- any type of cut bait, fresh cut bait.
0: Fresh cut bait, okay. Now, Stan Smith put this in here, and I found it quite interesting. He said, my question for John's dad is how proud were you when John started taking the lead role of the one of the proudest days of my life is when my son started taking over for me and uh, doing better than I did?
2: Oh, i tell you, uh, I'll be honest with you. Coming up, I had two brothers that were probably better. No doubt, they were better fishermen than than, than I was. And uh, I, I know i uh, I grew up, I had both sets of grandparents, had places, one at Stump uh, uh, Hole Landing and one at what's now Poplar Creek. And I had the opportunity, I've probably been going out there for five years, fishing those lakes, uh, especially the upper lake, lake Marion. But uh, John's always had an act, and I guess the good Lord knew what we were doing when we named them after my grandfather, who fished for a living down at Santee. But uh, when John was little, he'd get the old old uh, radio flyer wagon out after a storm, and old tire pump. He'd set that tire pump at the back of that radio flyer, and he'd add his Snoopy rod or something. He would be out there like he's casting in a mud puddle. And uh, so it just progressed. Uh, uh, me and my brother and John and my nephew would go to Santee and catch big catfish and catch brim. But... Uh, John could put uh, uh, a photo out in front of a convenience store. John could get the fish. No <laughs> doubt about it. He, he could, he's just, he's, some people's got it, some don't. And I agree. He's, he's, he's just got the ability, it's like a, a sense, a sixth sense for him.
0: That's
3: all I'm
2: right. gonna pay him forty dollars for that now.
0: Real <laughs> he,
3: <laughs> he earned his money.
0: <laughs> Real catfish. He said, "John, what's the main thing you think people do wrong when specifically targeting big fish?
3: Assuming they're always gonna be where all the biologists tell you they're gonna be, because a catfish is." Kind of like us. I mean, they all have different brains, and they're opportunistic feeders. They're going to go where the it's easy to eat and easy to relax. And you know, with Santee, there's a lot of muscle bars, and a lot of lakes are a lot of muscle bars. They're not going to sit there and chase a gizzard shad. They're going to sit there and pile up on them protein-filled muscle bars. And a lot of them catfish we catch, they jingle like chains with all them them shells that are
1: in them. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but like I, I said, there's three things. They got to eat, they got to reproduce, and they got to find shelter. But when yep. they get over 50 pounds, they don't worry about shelter. They just lay anywhere they get. So shelter changes out for pooping. You got to eat, <clears throat> and reproduce, and poop. Yep. So that's that's it. If you put bait in their face, pretty much they're going to eat it. Exactly. They're opportunistic. Betty
0: Jean Cross says, John, if you had to choose between hunting and fishing which would it be
1: wow uh <laughs> great question my response there
3: i'm gonna say hunting
0: i, 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 I kind of thought you would yeah i kind of thought you. as would.
3: much as i like catching big fish and stuff I, there's something about just grabbing my bow and getting out in the woods before dawn and getting in a stand and just sitting there and collecting myself because with Everything going in the world, it's nice to just get away and just be quiet and sit there and just reflect on my life and how blessed I am, you know, to have my health and my dad and my wife and kids. And so uh, I'm going to say hunting.
2: Hey, there you Somebody
3: go. wanted to know what was your biggest channel cat? Oh, I live in South Carolina, probably like five or six pounds. <laughs> but that's but, you know,
1: <laughs> the world record come out of the Santee.
3: Yep. 58
1: pounds.
2: Years ago. That was
3: 58. ago. Years ago. Yep. 58 was, pounds. Evan had a picture of a bunch of channels the other day, and they were around that one pound. I'm like, clip them fins off and put a hook in his back. That's that's bait right there,
1: buddy. You put that in a hole. A lot of people don't want or think can't even think about putting a hook in a catfish for bait. We got old man that fishes down there at the hung, but used to be the old hungry fisherman down at Busterboard Bridge on Wiley. He'll catch them little channel cats, but now he lets <clears> them rot.
2: <throat>
1: and I thought, he ain't going to catch up but channel cats with them. No, he's catching 40, 50, 60, and 70-pound blues on rotten catfish. Yeah. I'm talking about he opens that <laughs> bucket, and you'll see the crowd go.
2: <laughs> That's <They're laughs>
1: scatter. But he catches fish with that thing. I don't Wow. Know. So, go figure. Just when yeah. you think they would, uh, everybody's like, oh, you got to use this fresh bait. Boom, he's catching them on rotten stuff. Now, he's an old veteran, too. And he just sits down there and enjoys his day watching the water. And if the rods hit, they hit. If they don't, they don't. Mm. Do you still enjoy that, whether you get a hit or not, just being on the water? Oh, I do i don't
3: i don't know that that'll tell you i'm pretty uptight because i only you know we had like we had talked before the show started James. okay uh-oh but uh i only fish one day a week i don't get to go out i, I at the beginning of the youtube channel i did <laughs> fish more than one day a week but i really cut it back to just one day a week um So, you know, like we had talked, I prefer quality over quantity. I'd rather put out one really good video than, you know, a bunch throughout the week that just aren't that great. But, you know, we've been really fortunate just about every trip to catch a monster, you know, some some kind of big catfish. And, you know, so I think and I always tell him, like I base off every trip off if we had to survive off what we caught. Will we survive? So I think that kind of drives me to make it happen. And I think a lot of people go out where there with uh, you know, specific, okay, I'm gonna fish like this, this I'm gonna do it, and then they don't catch nothing. But you know, you gotta change things up. If you're an hour, hour and a half in
1: and it's not working, you need to you need to change something. Plan B fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and especially not like these people that tournament fish, you better not keep your dad gun blinders on. No. You keep your blinders on, and you're going home hungry and broke. Uh I like thinking outside the box. Betty Jean said we got ni- we got 98 people in here, guys. Two more, and
3: y'all Two get more, a brand new
1: catfish
3: combo been and been- a set of barbers to go with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, heck yeah! Let's let's get them up there, folks. Share share it out a few more times. We're really really close, and uh, everything we good, really good, Lyle. What's that?
1: Everything good.
0: Yeah, I was just getting a call from my sister. She doesn't call very often, so I took the phone in. Cindy's going to call her back and see what's going on. I would think, since she sat here and watched me do shows, that she would remember that uh, once uh, every Monday night we do this. But then (laughs) again, she's 10 years older than me. And with the way these guys talk, Dockery thinks I'm older than Christ himself so i'm pretty sure that that i i'm not but um you know i worry about her when she calls thank you amazon fishing we appreciate it so much
1: yeah oh david martin hit me on here calling me All he said when i said something about the hungry fisherman they said only the old fisherman remember that is the hungry fisherman being down there because <laughs> that that restaurant has been after the Hungry Fisherman, I think two or three other restaurants, and they've been there for a long time, so most people don't realize it used to be the Hungry Fisherman. I still got a set of cups from that place. <laughs> Somebody said you sat behind Jesus in third grade, Lyle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, thank you, JP3. We appreciate
3: no, that's it so good. much. That's good. That's
0: I do good. have a question for you that's off the beaten path. <clears throat> yep.
3: Let's do it.
0: I go fishing. We take plenty of snacks for the old man to eat. So if you guys go fishing, do you eat on the boat? And if you do, what do you take?
2: He'll answer that one. He he, he needs to answer that one. Part of the fun of the trip is preparing, and I always carry the snacks. Of course, we got pecan swirls, pecan spins. (laughs) Beanie weenies. We like beanie weenies. Now, wait a minute.
3: We didn't eat any beanie weenies after this last video, and his fish pooped all in the boat.
2: I'm glad we did. There was no
3: beanie weenies there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
2: but uh, I was gonna bring bananas this past time, but, but John said that was a that's taboo, man. That. That's taboo. Yeah, you yeah, can't do is. that. He didn't. He's never heard of that. Yeah, uh, there's been people killed over that before. <laughs> but you know
1: what's crazy. It ain't got nothing to do with fishing. It had something to do with the mariners many years ago carrying a load of bananas to America and they was full of spiders. And when they slept that night, the spiders killed everybody and that's where the banana thing come from. You finally read that, didn't
2: you? Well, I can bring bananas in as long as they don't have spiders in them. Now, you ain't
1: one of the people that like sardines. Now, my father would bring cans of sardines love, and crackers. I love sardines.
2: Oh my God. I
3: love crazy. sardines, buddy.
2: No, no sardines, but I like Nekot crackers. Uh, uh, malt, malt. Any of those Lance products will carry those. Oh,
0: and, I like them too, yeah. And uh, I like Vienna uh, uh, sausages, smoke flavor. Oh yeah. We've been been them here? up in the dash and the sun shining through on them through that glass, and they get nice and toasty, and you pull them out and drain the juice out of them. You start picking them out of their shed scales and all. It don't, don't matter.
1: Jeff, Jeff Barker said mustard sardines. Yes, sir. I love uh, mustard sardines. Hey, now, let me tell you, when you're down south, we fry just dang near everything, don't we, John? Oh,
2: yeah.
1: We fry everything. Well, let me tell you, deep fry use some of them little vienna sausages. Roll yeah. them up in some house altry. Drop in, bite, drop in rascals in some deep grease. Yeah, that about make you slap your mama. <laughs> oh, my buddy takes spam,
3: wraps it in bacon with barbecue sauce, and grills it. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, now that's that. there, buddy. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're at 103 right now, it said. Rod and bobber time.
0: Heck yeah. Let Rod me run bobber. through a couple of questions first. Yep. Um, Before I forget them, I may have already lost them, but I'm going to try them.
1: Let's see. Barbecue pork rings. Uh, Sorry.
2: Let's see. Uh, Well, I missed them.
1: I'm trying to find them too, love.
0: I've seen certain ones. John Patrick says that Jesus behind me in the third grade.
3: (laughs) That's good. That's a good one.
0: That is. Oh, here it is uh kevin at palmetto cat says he thinks it would be interesting if you told everyone what kind of cameras you use to film with
3: all right so when i started my channel i didn't want to go out and spend a lot of money and nothing just kind of work out because i didn't know how to edit videos i'm not computer tech savvy and so i went and bought these Akasa cameras and they're like 70 bucks off of amazon but that's pretty much that in my phone. I have a Galaxy, I think it's a Note 10 or S10. But um, I do a lot of filming on my phone and then a lot of, obviously, a lot of filming on on those, uh, those little cameras. But my first video I did was a crappy fishing video, and it took me six hours to edit it. And I'm like, man, there's got to be a better way to do this. So I finally got it down now. I can have a 20-minute video done in probably about 45 minutes.
1: What editing. program
3: you're using? Your editing program, Filmora Nine.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm looking paid. to change how you've been using that i iMovie, but the I got a Dell computer and you can't use iMovie on the Dell computer, so I need to find one that's kind of comparable to that because I'm like you, I'm not tech savvy, and when it comes to trying to change up stuff like okay. that, it's a whole new process. And do you like that Filmora? So I love, now, it only runs good on a fast
3: computer. Like I said, wow. when I started this, I kind of cheaped out. I bought a cheap Acer, and it ran like mess. But I spent some money on the laptop we're on now. You know, okay. finally saw that the channel starting to do something, and, you know, maybe can hopefully go somewhere at some point. So I spent some money, bought a good laptop, yeah. and it really does cut down. And the, and the program runs great. I mean, it really yeah. does. I think
1: it's 100 bucks a year. Uh, yeah, I got the Dell uh, Seventeen, the two in one. You can use it like a tablet or it's got the touch screen. Yeah. It's got the largest gaming card you can get in the laptop, so it should be plenty of fast to run that program. Yeah, but it's I'm not that old my,
3: computer. This is an HP. I think it's eighteen or something like that, and it's got. I think it's got one one terabyte, and it's 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 yeah. fast. I don't yeah. know what all the numbers are.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't have a clue. Uh, somebody said pickled eggs. Yeah, I like me some pickled oh, yeah, eggs. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Don't eat them with duck waiters on, Lyle. I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't do pickled eggs.
3: Nah, don't eat them with waiters on.
0: They'll be I there had with. A party off. one night and we was a lot. <coughs> younger. I mean, a lot younger. They was trying to get everybody to eat them things. That's new. no. Next thing you know, they're throwing them at people. My goddamn suckers stunk. woo wee. <laughs>
1: If they smell the after you, you think they, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. You <laughs> think you may think wait right till the aftermath
0: hits. he <laughs> yeah. just posted 106.
3: All right, 106. so uh, Palmetto Cats, I won't, so everybody needs to post a number, and I'm going to let Palmetto Cats pick the number.
0: Between what?
3: I guess we'll do one and 200.
0: One and 200. <coughs>
2: there yep. you go.
0: And start putting your numbers in now. And when John says or is, or Mike says it's time to quit, then that'll be the time you quit. But until They say that you only get one, one number. You can't post four or five numbers, just one.
3: All right. So Kevin said that he's going to
1: mess it. Okay. All right. I got the number. All right. The number starting with Junior Proctor. That was the first number out.
0: There's a lot of them. I'm going to try to okay. go back and uh, some of them didn't... Ah, gosh, that's fast. <laughs> yeah. Some of them didn't... Uh, Jesus. Somebody must have approved them. I couldn't go back and approve the ones that didn't. Bless you guys for doing that. That's why we have... Um, Cindy and several other people do James and several guys do oh, they, they've been waiting on that thing. Yeah, man. Had the <laughs> numbers all picked out, didn't they?
3: So has everybody got their
0: number in? Has it slowed down any?
3: I think it's stopped. No, it's not it has not stopped.
0: No, it's the last one I see is 150.
1: Yeah, catfish corner. Yeah, man. Another,
0: Another new name. Thank you for joining the stream. Hi, yeah. Catfish Corner. We appreciate it very much.
1: Ah, uh, So far, that's the last number
3: I'm seeing, Lyle. All right. So, Kevin texted me the winner, and it's John Patrick
0: Three. JP Three. Lucky me.
3: JP Three, you have won a Piscophon Chaos 50 and a Catfish Rod. So, I need you to. Uh, Email me your information at one over outdoors at gmail.com.
1: So, and John Patrick sent it to uh, James Smith on Messenger, and I'll send you a saddle bobbers to go with that rod and reel combo. So, that congratulations! Deal.
0: And all you had to do to win that stuff was watch Catfish Weekly. Exactly. Just put up with a little bit of the, the old guy that sat behind Jesus in third grade. Oh,
3: the, the number was
1: 89, by the way. The number was 89. Congratulations, John. Heck yep. yeah, man. John's been in our shows for quite a while, though, Lyle, Hatney. not he?
0: John's been watching our shows for I can't tell you how long. He's won a time or two with us yep. and other shows, but he watches a lot of other shows, too. It's not just Catfish Weekly. And uh, him and Maurice and uh, Michael Murillo, and several of these guys follow a bunch of us catfishing shows around. We appreciate it very much. It's kind of like the D and uh, Fishing with the Shad, Uh, Chad and um, Betty and her husband, Brandon, uh, Stan Smith, uh, LG Bass. There's a lot of these guys that watch shows. If not every night, nearly every night, we're so glad that you stepped in tonight to join us with Mike and John, Jeff, uh, Jeff Coat. We, you know, these guys are great guests to have on our show, and we appreciate everything they do as far as recording videos and sharing their experiences with us. So, if I know he got a bunch of subscribers, but just if 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 you wouldn't mind helping them out. Go over and subscribe and watch their videos. They do a lot of catfishing videos. They do a lot of bass and crappie and bluegill stuff. And John told me earlier before the show start that he does a lot of hunting, but he's not ever shared any of that, but he thinks he's going to this year. And I find that extremely uh, interesting because – I haven't hunted in four or five years, and I won't be able to hunt this year after I have surgery on my shoulder. So, it gives me a way to go with you, John. Mm-hmm. So, that makes it I appreciate really fun. that. And, you know, I'll be watching you. And these other guys will be, too, because most guys that fish, they hunt something. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, can, Lyle, can you post my email for JP3? Uh, one over outdoors at gmail.com. Uh, he had asked in there about posting it so he can send me his info. Or if he wants to just message you on Messenger and you send me his info. At gmail? Yep, at gmail.com. i seen, hey, uh, James, i seen somebody post about fishing with chicken and kool-aid that's Tell like drinking people. unsweeted tea and uh sugar, and sugar in your grits to me that don't cut it
1: look, look, <laughs> look. You gotta have my sweet tea and you gotta have salt and pepper and butter in my grits and hey. some eggs
3: and some cheese bro
1: hey yeah i mean I, i'm one of them people like if i make up biscuits and gravy and all that I'm one of them people. I tear it all up in one big plate and pour the gravy over all of it. Just eat, just all eat. Right. It. I'm just a fat, sassy, and ready to sleep.
0: Chris Stugman says he missed us tonight, but wanted to <coughs> stop in and say howdy. Chris, thank you for stopping in. You will, you will be proud if you go back and watch this show from the beginning tomorrow on YouTube because uh, you'll enjoy it that much. And thanks for stopping in. We appreciate having you. Another guy that watches us a whole lot, Palmetto Cats. Jason Lamb watches it a lot. Um, tall Betty, I know she's not tall, but her and I got a running joke about that. And and Brandon, her husband, they watch us all the time. Uh, South Outdoors, I've seen him in a time or two. But uh, Mark from Catfish and Crappie, uh, SK Crappie, man, dude, if you like if you like catching panfish. This is the dude to watch. A he lot of so- good
3: shows in here tonight. A lot, had,
0: there's a lot of good channels in here. And uh, I really watch a lot of SK and <laughs> uh, crappie stuff. Uh, fishing with Pawpaw Ed. Now, I don't know if he has a channel or not, but he watches a lot of people. Joe Buck, Stan Smith is a great one. that He, he helps everybody out in some way, shape, or form. Justin Fiti- Fishing Fetish <laughs> Is another guy that watches a lot of stuff and does some things on his own. Well, and he's
1: you. been a big supporter for years with both he, of us. He wow. has,
0: he really has, and we appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Chunky. We appreciate that. Be sure to check El Stan Perez out on Chunky Catfishing. Uh, fishes up in the um, Washington D.C. area. Almost nine hundred people is like
2: eight ninety two.
0: I mean, he didn't catch a lot of fish.
2: Oh, That's He's
0: entertaining. He's entertaining, yeah. and when he catches fish, hey, Junior, I promise. There's Junior nobody Proctor getting more excited Chunky. What was that? Yeah.
3: Junior Proctor had asked if I fished Murray. Yeah, Junior, I fished Murray for catfish. I'm just not really big on all the all the people out there on it riding around in jet skis. I don't have to worry about that where I fish. The alligators to take care of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we and have them
3: them
1: back-up stumps will one buddy. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: We have missed a couple people tonight. I have not seen the Dockery in here yet. Uh, and and um, there was somebody else that we usually have in here that I didn't see. Shameless Fishing. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. I don't remember seeing you in here before. There's a lot of
1: people in there. Yeah, it's,
0: right, it's been a great show. Been a great That's show. cool,
1: John. John said he'll give the information to you, Lyle, uh, when he okay. does. And I, there's James.
3: Yeah, just shoot me his uh his shipping address and I'll get that thing out sometime this week.
0: James Dockery.
1: Yeah, he's in here.
0: Welcome to Catfish Weekly. I thought you'd missed us.
1: <laughs> yeah, you but you
0: made it to the show. I've been talking good about you mm-hmm. all night. there's another guy that watches a ton of stuff ace catfishing
1: yeah but uh guys give us one more time let us know what your channel all your social media tell us tell everybody about it and uh yeah one over outdoors
3: on youtube um one over is one word uh there's no separation not one and then over it's one word um don't ask me why it's named that we just kind of picked it and uh one Over Outdoors on YouTube, Pride Outdoor Network, One Over Outdoors. check um, me on the Carolina Outdoor Adventure Channel. You can look that up on any of your, you know, your YouTube or any of your Roku's, Amazon Fire TV, all that stuff. One Over Outdoors, and they don't just look at me; they got a lot of great shows on there. I mean, they really do. I mean, I, it's just honored I'm amongst those shows, you know. So yeah there's a
1: lot of stuff on there there's Q. they cook and grill it's awesome so. that's right down us fat boys dadgum out right here all the cooking and the eating. i ain't kidding james you need to come down this winter and do some shellcracker fishing brother hey i'll definitely and uh did you mind i like to bring wampus cat because he loves them just as much bring as them. we do man hey we'll Eat take the up. new pontoon too now there you go yeah. yeah there you go i'll let him know uh I'm going to get in touch with you in a couple of days Uh That's talk to you about them guys. You're talking about your pontoon and stuff and a few other things, uh, if you don't mind.
3: Yeah, for everybody that didn't hear, uh, check out Tune Time, LLC. If you need a boat redone, not just a pontoon, they'll do anything you want. Anything you want. Ryan Stewart and his son do a great job. Yeah, now, do y'all them. have a video on them big brim that you'll catch down there? Um, I haven't done any Shellcracker videos. Um, so this will be the first, you know, this, this winter will be the first time we, we do a shell cracker video. So it's probably going to, a lot of people are probably going to like that.
0: I promise you, I'm going to like it.
3: Yeah.
1: The big about. three pound shell crackers. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Man, that's,
1: that's where that pontoon, you could already have your pot of grease frying. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pop them daggum things in that grease while they're still wiggling, son. <laughs> uh, oh yeah.
2: No.
0: Hey, I uh, seen Roger from Muskrat Adventures is in here. He'll be doing a live show tomorrow night. Yep. be sure to check that out. I see James Patriot James Catfishing's on Wednesday nights. Yeah, the uh, Shed and the Dockery are doing Thursday nights. I don't think either one of them can catch that many fish, but damn, they're funny. They are. <laughs> to, like, I enjoy them guys so much. Who's on Friday night, James?
1: Friday night will be Avid, but Avid's yeah. no longer doing it right now. It'll be Mark. Catfish and Crappy be doing his show. Yeah, and then Saturday been, night, we got uh, been, uh, Catfish Headhunters. Yeah. Sunday night, we got Palmetto. Yep. Uh, yep.
0: Uh, Mark has been doing a fantastic job <laughs> setting in for Avid. Uh, I keep thinking Avid won't be able to stand it. And he's going to have to go live on a night that he's not working. But yeah. switching your schedule up sometimes throws you out of whack and you need to catch up on sleep and stuff so uh oh yeah but yeah like i say uh james and 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 shad they catch a lot of fish chad was in the tournament over the weekend done really well uh i considered it a win uh they done, I saw they done all that. it was
3: like 51st out of 191
0: wasn't it uh, yeah it's pretty good that's pretty good <clears throat> yeah that's really that's good a lot of money good. up for
3: that tournament too
0: yeah yeah he done really that's- good we're all proud of him I don't know how Dee puts up with him, but she evidently does.
1: Uh, now, John, we, you know, they having that uh, Tuesday, tomorrow, and Wednesday, that free tournament. It's a one fish tournament. The biggest fish come in for each day is $1,500. I'll be in a tree first thing in the morning.
2: No
3: season comes in in the morning, and I'm ready to stick one, Bo. Hey,
0: uh, uh, guys. Hot. I just know just seen that jigging with Jake is in Mm -hmm. chat tonight. That'll be another guest we're going to have on our show before long. Be sure to tune in for that. He catches everything kind of like you do. Um, catches a lot of, uh, uh, brim and stuff. He catches catfish. He catches bass. He catches everything. He's been working real hard on his catfish videos this year. And, uh, He's had some success on some great flatheads, so you're going to want to be sure to tune in for that. Yes, sir, John Patrick, you just send me a message, and uh, I'll get the information to John, and he can take care
3: of you. Oh, yeah, we'll get it out to you, brother.
0: John and Mike, we can't thank you enough. This is one of our longer shows we've had for a while running (laughs) on buck 45 that's pretty hey, it's good been fun. So
2: it's it, it has
0: been fun and, and if you guys would would care to do it again we'd love to have you back on our show once again sure. sometime let's again. do it
3: yeah ne- next time let's do a live video if i can if i can uh get it live out there in the swamp dragging for some big catfish we'll do it live that
0: way that'll work and we'll enjoy it as much as we did tonight we had a blast with you guys on here I thank can't thank pleasure. y'all
3: enough for the opportunity to be on there.
2: It oh, really it means a lot to both pleasure.
0: of us. It really was our pleasure. Mike, you're sure. just going to have to sit in the front seat next time so That's you right. can some talk. <laughs> That'll
2: work. Hey,
0: work. I, I got to tell you, when you guys do that that um, brim video, I'll be about ready to have you back in here for then.
2: So right, start, about about that.
0: I want to know about that that's that's way cool i want to thank everybody for joining the show tonight and being in chat we appreciate it so much Means a lot we have a ton of viewers that stepped in come in the show tonight jay's catfishing there you are uh to watch john and mike and we appreciate that uh be sure to tune in wednesday night to watch patriot james i going to have another great show as far as tonight, we're going to close her out. We want to thank you guys for watching Catfish Weekly. Be sure to tune in next Monday night. We'll be back. Thanks again.
3: Thank you. All. God I bless America, Bye. guys. Bye-bye.